Hey, you're listening to the Public Fitness Podcast. This is Jimmy Drew. Today we'll uh, have one piece of news in the fitness industry. It's pretty big news and it's something that I've been expecting for a long time now. And then I'll field one question, a really common question uh, that I've gotten over the years. So the big news is that ClassPass is going to start uh, live streaming fitness classes at home for $15 a month. So this is obviously something people within the industry have been talking about and have been trying to take a crack at here and there, but it really hasn't been um, what, what I would consider built to scale yet. Um, I think Peloton is probably the closest to that. I know Peloton has ambitions to go beyond spinning, but right now they're just the um, the spinning, the indoor cycling. It's a great service. My fiance and future mother-in-law do the Peloton bike, and they absolutely love it. But ClassPass is is definitely um, a big company now. You know, it's I would still I still think of it as a startup, but it's def it's definitely been built to scale. It's a subscription service. If you guys don't know. Uh, where you can go on there and you can schedule, you can search and schedule uh, boutique fitness classes. So uh, I'm looking at The Verge is where I found this article. It's a pop popular technology website. And it says, uh, the boutique fitness class subscription service, ClassPass, will soon offer a more budget-friendly option after routine price hikes. So the company announced today that it will launch a new service called ClassPass Live in 2018. Really cool. Um, it says, instead of attending classes in person, subscribers will be able to live stream workouts that are produced in-house at the company's Brooklyn-based studios. They can watch live or stream later from their TV, from their TV browser, smartphone, or tablet. The service will only be available in the U.S. at first. It goes on. It'll cost $10 a month for existing ClassPass members and uh, $15 a month for new members. It also says there's a $60 starter kit that includes a heart rate monitor and Google Chromecast. So that's cool. That's a nice little add-on, and that's pretty. That's pretty cheap if you consider. Not talking bad about Peloton. I think it's awesome, but it's pretty expensive. You know, you think you're talking thousands of dollars upfront investment. I know you can finance it at 0%, um, but then you have to buy the shoes and that kind of stuff and pay for the membership. So this is pretty cool. I think it makes uh, live streaming a little more accept accessible. Uh, this article on The Verge goes on, quote, the whole concept hits on the at-home workout trend built around a popular fitness company called Peloton. Uh, and then, like I was saying, a Peloton bike costs $1,995. Cycling shoes can cost at least $100. And oh, the membership it says it's $39 a month. It says ClassPass Live sounds more like YouTube workouts, which are free. Uh, and obviously the question is, will users pay up to $15 a month to work out with ClassPass instructors at home? Uh, probably, yeah. Um, it says, the allure of these classes is often the instructor. Totally agree, especially with some of these other live streaming services. They become kind of um, celebrities within that tribe. So 
that's really cool. I think that's going to open up some some more some more companies, some cool companies, and I'm glad that ClassPass is kind of first to the first to the scene on this type of live streaming. I know uh, Daily Burn uh, has done a pretty good job as well, and it's pretty popular. But I think uh, ClassPass has the foundation already, and they have so much data. Uh, I think they'll really do a good job. So this is kind of what this is kind of like um, democratizing what my business does, right? So I I'm in the flesh. I drive to a person's house and I train them in person. Well, there are obviously uh, benefits to that, not to mention you know, uh, liability advantages. But I think this is great. Anything that you can do to make good fitness more accessible. And then on to the question that I received. Uh, it wasn't like a, an email or social media. Someone asked me at the gym. And it's a question that I've gotten a lot over the years and even pondered, pondered myself. And that is, should I do cardio before or after I work out? Obviously, with the assumption that you're doing both on the same uh, the same workout day, and so I usually answer it like this: It depends on your goal. So if you have if you're training for an event, or if you if you really um, treat running as like your sport and not just your cardio, or if you treat cycling or or whatever as your sport and not just cardio, I would suggest after your warm-up doing that type of cardio first because if you're training for an event and you're training for a sport, you probably want to have you know proper mechanics and you don't want to you don't want to have gone you don't want to have the uh, muscle fatigue and the um, the effect on your range of motion and everything that may come from doing cardio after you do weightlifting. So uh, that's just my opinion. Now, on the flip side of that, and there's research to support this, if you have um, an aesthetic goal or just general conditioning, I would suggest lifting weights first. And there are a number of reasons that I suggest this. The first one is safety, especially for the beginner. If you're doing resistance training, you want to start after your warm up in in a pretty a fresh state, I would say. So you're gonna lower your risk of injury if you do your weightlifting um, before you do your cardio. If you do your cardio, especially if it's slow state cardio, you're not gonna be very flexible. Um, you're gonna be kind of immobile and that you're still in that robotic state a little bit, and it's gonna be hard to do the dynamic lifts that you're hopefully doing. Um, hopefully you're not strapped into a pin selectorized machine. So in that case, you know, for you and me, we're not competitive endurance athletes. We're probably going to do the weightlifting first. Um, and then just to dovetail from that, if you have a fat loss goal, there there is ample research to support that you um, your body is in that metabolic state after you lift weights, right? So you've broken down that muscle and, and you're, it uses energy, it takes energy to rebuild that muscle. And so after you lift weights and then you do cardio, 
you're going to get that heart rate probably up even higher while you're still burning calories from your weightlifting workout. Um, I know that wasn't part of the question, but my I might argue that you might do the cardio on a different day uh, in a perfect world, or maybe not at all, just lift weights faster. But that would be like just in general, if you're competing or if it's really important to you, do the endurance first. Uh, but in general, for the average Joe and Jill like me, probably going to lift weights first and then do the cardio second. So I hope that helps. I know it's, it's a question, like I said, that I get a lot and something I think about from time to time when I'm designing uh, different programs. And it's, it's definitely important, but, you know, don't overthink things. So, hey, I appreciate you listening to the Public Fitness Podcast. Again, I'm Jimmy Giroux. If you want to look at other episodes of this podcast, uh, this Anchor experience, you can go to publicfitness.org, uh, also public fitness on social media. Uh, if you want to get in touch with me a little quicker, you can just look me up on social media. It's Jimmy Giroux, J-I-M-M-Y-G-I-R-O-T. Have a great weekend.